Hey guys, welcome to Self-Express with Love Kills. It's your host, Sierra Vernice. As always, I am full of joy, very happy. You guys, we always talk about self-love. We always talk about how to care for ourselves, how to love ourselves a little bit more. And today, I'm actually going to do a little twist up. Um, I'm going to talk about my self-love journey in general, um, just the process of how long it's been, you know, the things that I've learned, the things that I don't do anymore, the things that I've learned to do better. Um, So I'm super excited. And also, I want to just point out, I'm very proud of myself. We are on episode 10. Most people do not make it to episode 10 when they create a podcast. So I'm very, very excited about that. And I'm happy that we are getting more listeners. I see y'all. Y'all be tapping in. I'm very uh, grateful for the fact that you guys are even tuned in with us. And make sure that y'all show up and catch every episode that we drop every single time. So without further ado, this is Self-Express with Love Kills. And I am your host, Sierra Renice. And we are going to talk about my self-love journey. So I feel like it's really important for people to get to know who I am. Especially when you decide to take the, you know, the task to really start to listen to the podcast and whether you heard it from a friend or you see us on Instagram or you see me on my other page, I just want to thank y'all so much for just showing up and listening and, you know, being a person who actually wants to sit down and listen to me talk (laughs) for about 30 minutes every single time. So I appreciate y'all. And I just wanted to really get, get a little bit deeper into who I am and how I am as a person and what I went through, through my self love journey and how I kind of got there. So A lot of people have been asking me, um, what does self-love mean to me? So for me, self-love means it's a lot. Like it's definitely a lot. And this might be a little lengthy episode, not going to lie. But self-love is not just for me. Self-love is not just taking myself out to eat. Self-love is not granted. That's definitely something that I know I could work on. Um, But self-love to me is more so how I'm taking care of myself. What am I putting into my body? Um, what am I feeding my mind? So I'm heavy on personal development, like not even just in the loving myself aspect, but just wanting to grow and wanting to be better as an individual. Um, there has been times in my life where I was a nasty individual. I'm not going to lie. Um, I know that there are some things that I did in my life that wasn't the greatest. So I know for me, self-love is really making sure that I'm not doing the things that I used to do. Like that personal growth for me is really a part of my self-love. It's not just treating myself and you know, washing my face and taking myself out on dates, like it's way deeper than that. And I feel like a lot of people only make self-love that thing, but self-love needs to be how you really treat yourself and how you make yourself feel better. So for me, like I said, I want to make sure I'm eating good. Um, That's actually something that I've been working a little bit better on eating healthier. Um, I go to the gym every day. I actually am slowing down from the gym, but I'm going to the gym every day. Um, What's another thing that I do that I know that um, it makes myself feel a little bit better? And also, I know that I'm loving myself more when I do it. Um, Those boundaries. I know we talk about boundaries all the time. Um, I definitely have learned how to become more firm in what I want and to stand stand on it and make sure that I stick to the rule that I set for myself. So self-love is just making sure that I'm doing all the things that that, that make me love myself 10 times more and that I am able to grow and be different from who I was before. So that's really what self-love means to me. Um, A lot of people, it could mean different things. It could be just that treating yourself and making sure your feet, your hair, your nails are done, uh, making sure you get a massage. Like It'd be all those types of things. And that's whatever you decide to define self-love as, that's your choice. But for me, it's more so the inner work. I want to make sure that I'm growing. I want to make sure that I have a a healthy heart. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not dealing with things that I don't want to deal with. I just want to make sure that everything that is um, containing or like, you know, 
I, I am in. I want to make sure that I'm doing it with love. I, I don't have any evil in my heart. I don't have any hatred. I don't have any negativity around me, no jealousy, no envy, no nothing, right? I want to make sure all in all that me as myself is growing um, and also loving myself and loving other people. So that's really how I feel with self-love. It's it's a journey. <laughs> it's definitely a journey. And I feel like people reali- don't realize that You know, when they say, oh, I'm just going to take myself out to eat. Oh, I'm just going to do this. Oh, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to do this, right? And do all the materialistic things or the physical things, right, that that they do for their self-love journey. But if you don't tap into that inner work, right, and that how you how you're moving how you're talk like how you're talking how you're looking right all of those things are very very important but i feel like your mind is everything if you don't if you do all those things so say for instance you take yourself out every week to go out to eat to pamper yourself to get a massage right whatever it may be you take a vacation a month that's your self love but you're doing all of that in your mind not right in your heart not right cuz when you're doing those things that the, the thing that's going to happen when you're not working on your inner self and you're doing your self love <laughs> and I wish y'all could see me but I did my quotations when you're doing your self love journey right when you're getting that massage when you're getting your feet done when you're getting your nails done when you're getting your hair done if all of that is happening and you're not working on yourself none of that matters like your inner work means so much more than all those other things that you're doing to make yourself feel good and look good on the outside how are you on the how are you internally, right? Is your heart good? Are you are you being a person that that is um being kind? Are you being a person who, you know, is not speaking negatively about themselves when you don't indulge in the self-care in the self-love? Cuz say for instance, if one week or one month you had a bad month, right? And you just really don't have the funds or something came up and now you can't treat yourself. Now you can't do your self-love journey, your self-love act. You can't go get your feet done, you can't go get the massage. What you going to do, right? You're going to be down and out. You're going to be tired. You're going to be frustrated. All that love that you have when you go do those acts of self-love are going to fall apart. But if you are strong-minded and you constantly work on your mental, you're going to be able to say, okay, cool. I can substitute, you know, going to go get my feet done and going to go get my hair done and going to go get my nails done to, okay, let me just go write a journal down or write some manifestations or read a personal development book, right? If you're not strong enough in the mind all of that self-love activities that you do are going to really like wither away because your mind is not right. And now you're all messed up and flustered and you got to figure out, okay, how can I get back on track? Or you don't even have the strength to get back on track. So what I am trying to say all in all is to make sure that you get your mind right. Um, because self-love is not just a materialistic and the, um, the outer look and things like that is definitely more so the inner work, the awareness, you know, loving yourself more so internally. So another thing that I wanted to share with you guys was my self-love routine. So a lot of people are like, well, what do you do on a day-to-day basis to make sure that, you know, you are giving back into yourself and that you love yourself? So personally, I wake up every single morning and I make sure that I have got in my routine, period. Like, I don't care if I don't do anything else. I need to make sure that I have God into my routine because if not, he's the person who is leading me on the the things that I need to do, right? He's the one making sure that I get the things done, right? So what I like to do is every single morning I wake up, I open my eyes. I try not to pick up my phone. I'm getting a little bit better at it, but I try to um, stay away from the distractions, right? And I really just wake up, I open my eyes. And once I'm like gaining consciousness and I'm like, okay, I'm up. I'll literally, whether it's in bed, whether I get up, I'll say a prayer. I have to make sure that I am praying every single morning because I know that my God is the person who is 
really the reason why I'm here, right? So I know for a fact that's one of my self-love routines. I have to definitely make sure I wake up and I pray. Then I go, you know, take care of my skin, self-care. So now I'm washing my face. I'm brushing my teeth, right? I'm doing my lip routine where I basically do my lip scrub, moisturize my lips, moisturize my body, all of that good things. And then I'll actually go, um, I have a book where it's usually my week planned out, my goals set, and I have my manifestations listed. So what I do is I basically repeat those manifestations over and over again because repetition is key. And if you ever want to instill something in your mind and in your heart, you need to repeat it constantly. So what I do is I really just repeat, repeat, repeat um, the manifestations every single day. And then after that, I listen to a podcast, whether it's something about you know finances, business, um, whether it's about self-love, self-care, healing, whatever it may be that I'm feeling for today, I'll definitely listen to a podcast and then I'll make my way to the gym. So that alone, that my whole chunk of my morning, the first two hours of my morning, I'm practicing self-love, right? I'm giving back into me before I do for anyone else, I'm doing for me first. So if you do not have a self-love routine, figure it out. You know, it doesn't have to be something as major as mine. I feel like mine is not even really major. Um, it's something that I just have to do and it's a routine that I constantly, constantly do. Um, another thing that I have as a self-love routine, which is not really something that's as frequent as my morning self-love routine, um, but it's something that I try to do at least once a month. So once a month, I try to take myself out to eat. Um, like I said, I could work on it a little bit better, but I try to take myself out to eat, either go get my feet done, um, you know, just enjoy a day in the park or go um, just explore something. So I want to do more things like that because I'm definitely a homebody. <laughs> um, I, I try to be a homebody. Um, but most of the time when I'm out, I'm either working or just, you know, hanging out with my friends, but I try to do things like one of the things that I know I had to overcome, um, in the self-love journey is learning how to be alone. And I know a lot of people don't know how to really be alone and it's okay. Cause I understand, like I've been there. I was always a person who wanted to be surrounded by people. And when it came down to me realizing I had to be by myself, I had to thug it out. And as much as I wanted to call somebody and tell somebody to come over or go hang out in the streets or go do something, I had to realize that you're never going to learn how to be alone. And you're always going to cling to other people or be around people because you don't want to be alone. And right there, that is not healthy for you at all. So if you feel like you're the type of person where you don't like to be alone, you need to learn how to be alone and, you know, just enjoy it. Honestly, I hate, like, I'm not gonna lie. I hate being around people now. And even when I go out and I agree to go out by the time I'm on my way there, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go because I've already instilled that being alone in my life all the time. And it's something that I love. And a lot of people are like, probably like, Oh, how can how do you love being alone? Like that's boring. But I guarantee you, like you spending time, with yourself is the greatest. So definitely um, every every month I'm trying to show up and make sure that I spend alone time for one day. Like even if I got to like not talk to nobody and if somebody invites me to go somewhere because they know I'm not doing anything, I got to like block numbers, do not disturb my phone because I need to dedicate a day that I'm going to go out and treat myself and make sure that you know I'm pouring back into me because yes, I do it every day as a a morning routine but there needs to be something that I'm doing at least once a month and I honestly if I can start doing it consistently once a month I'll up it up to two to three times in a month um because you need that time alone and you need to make sure that you're pouring more into yourself than you do to others especially when you're a person with kids you got a job you got a mother you got a brother you got a sister so you got to cater to so many people when is there ever a time for you to pour into yourself and only do what you want to do
So take that into consideration. Um, I'm really proud of the self-love journey that I am on. Um, quick, quick story, y'all. So one of the times um, right before I had gotten to being deep into my, you know, inner work and self-awareness, I had went through like the worst experience ever. Like I was in a relationship at the time um, and I had like, I don't know what really made me feel like, you know, this is not it. Like, I don't know. Maybe you just got a feeling and after a while it'd be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not beat for this and I don't like it. But pretty much I was dealing with the person I was with in a relationship and it was like, we were constantly arguing. It was just like, why is this happening? Like, I don't understand. And y'all, I'm a crybaby. Like, I'll let y'all know right now. I may look like I'm hard as nails, but I am such an emotional person and I hate when it comes out of me because I will literally start crying, especially if you like bring back a bring back a trigger from like my very, very beginning of life. And when I first start dealing with bad relationships and bad experiences, if you do something like that, it'll literally trigger in my mind, you know, that previous experience. And then I'll start like bawling out crying or I'll either get really, really angry. Like there's no, there's no in between. Like I can't keep it cool. Like if something triggers me, right. And, um, it's either I'm going to cry or I'm going to scream and be real, real angry. So I had got to the point where, uh, me and my significant other at the time was pretty much just arguing all the time and we were just kind of like we were talking about it but we're not really talking about it and obviously we were younger at the time so um just looking back at it now things definitely probably will be different if I was in that relationship today but I'm not <laughs> but I know for a fact it was like very very toxic and it was unhealthy for me and it took me a minute to realize like this is not this is not what I'm supposed to be going through I'm not supposed to be feeling like this like when you're in a relationship, and this goes for anybody, whether it's friendship, relationships um, with your mom, with your brother, with your whoever, right? You have a relationship with every person that you encounter. But for me, it, it kind of made me feel like this is not how a relationship is supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be happy. Granted, I know I'm not going to have happy days every single day. But when I tell y'all, it was arguments every, like, bickering. If it wasn't me, it was him, whoever. It was just like constant just nagging and annoyance. And it was just like something came over me. And I just was like, I don't want to deal with this no more. Like, I don't. Um, And I can honestly say what it's been. It's probably been about three and a half, four years since I've really been on my self-love journey. Um, I want to say I probably started at the end of 2019. So were we 2019, 2020, 2021? So yeah, so about three years. So a good three years, I should say. Um, saying the fourth year is kind of stretching it because obviously the first couple of months I wasn't doing what I was supposed to, but yeah, my, my, uh, self-love journey really started in 2019 when I really was fed up and I was just like, yeah, I can't tolerate this. Like, especially because I was, I was, um, the people pleaser. So when we talked about the insecurities in episode, I don't even know what episode that was, y'all. I think it was like episode three or four. But when we talked about facing your insecurities, that was definitely one of my insecurities. Um, I always I, I didn't like people um, not liking me or, you know, not talking to me because I always wanted to be around a person. right? I didn't like to be alone. So I will always say yes. I was the people pleaser. I never knew how to say no. So I knew that was something that I had to work on. And that's kind of where I'm at now, like going back um, deeper into the things that I need to work on. 
saying no, I need to make sure that I'm not always saying yes and I'm not being the people pleaser because it's okay for me to be alone. It's okay for me to say no. And whoever feels like they need to start saying no more because people are taking advantage of you, by all means, start it, start doing it. Whether it's small, whether it's some something so simple like, oh, can you pass me this? And you don't want to do it, say no. If somebody call your phone and you don't want to talk to them, just don't answer, right? And I feel like one of the things for me, it was really hard for me to overcome that. So I know that was one of the very first things that I had to tackle, but I had to first identify what was I doing wrong as a person. So that self-love journey is definitely a journey. And I need people to understand it's not going to happen overnight. If I started in 2019 and there's been plenty of times when I went back to, you know, pleasing other people and loving other people more in between 2019 and now, obviously there's going to be times where you fall down, but you got to make sure you get back up. So just make sure if you are not on a self-love journey, you start figuring out, okay, what is it that I can work on and how can I be better and start developing it? And sometimes you're definitely going to get lost because like I said, over the three year span, I know for a fact I got lost plenty of times because... My main reason why I started to love myself more is because the relationship that I was in, I didn't feel the love anymore. So I was just trying to give myself that love that I wanted. But of course, got distracted, got lost and either went back to the person or or just start dibbling and dabbling in other things. Right. And not really taking the time out for myself. So make sure if you feel like your self-love journey needs to be more so of you learning how to be alone and you learning how to love yourself. Make sure that's exactly what you're doing, finding tasks and small things to do so that you can start learning how to overcome those obstacles and those um, insecurities that you deal with. So next, I want to talk about, yeah, the self-love journey is real. I want to talk about the emotions that I've dealt with um, during this whole entire self-love journey. And I told you already, like I used to be, I, I'm technically still a little crybaby, but now I'm a little bit more happier and I don't have things in my life that'll cause me to cry. So I'm not that much of a crybaby, but I want to talk to y'all about really dealing with your emotions and making sure that you are doing it correctly. So one thing about me, it's okay to be emotional. And I feel like not a pe- not a lot of people understand it. And a lot of people will judge you for being so emotional, but I feel like you should be emotional, right? If there's an emotion that you're experiencing, that you're experiencing, my tongue, um, you definitely need to experience it head on. Like, don't try to run away from it. Don't try to hide. Don't try to sleep at all. Like, attack that emotion. Figure out, you know, whether you want to cry, whether you want to scream, whether you want to ignore people, whatever it may be, deal with it, right? Right then and there. Because the more and more that you hold on to that emotion, the more that it's going to build up. And then at some point, you're either going to snap or you're going to do absolutely nothing and become numb. And that's two things that I don't want nobody to do, right? I don't want anyone to do that. I want you to deal with your emotions right then and there. So say for instance, if I knew that um, somebody was treating me bad and I was basically boohoo crying and I decided to just, you know, let me stop crying. Let me stop doing this, right? Let me stop bringing all my emotions up because that's making me look like I'm weak. No, not realistically. It's not making you look weak. You're showing your emotions. You're expressing yourself. That's completely fine. But... You need to figure out, okay, well, what's causing this emotion? And I feel like a lot of people fail at this part when it comes to being self-aware or even loving yourself on that self-love journey. You need to make sure that if you start feeling an emotion, if you start feeling away, identify what you're feeling and figure out, okay, why am I feeling this way? Is it from a person? Is it from something that happened? Look at, just analyze the whole entire situation. So if I'm feeling so sad, so depressed over a relationship that I was in and the guy is not treating me right, I can sit back and I can say, 
okay, Sierra, you have to love yourself more. You have to do better, but you're crying and you're constantly upset. You're constantly depressed. You're not getting out of bed. What is wrong and what could I really do to fix this? And it may seem like, oh my gosh, Sierra, you're telling me to do this and it sounds so hard, but just try it. Just try it. Whether you write it down on a piece of paper, whether you just think for a good 30 minutes to an hour, figure out really, okay, what is causing this emotion and how can I change it? And if you feel like, okay, you identify what's causing this emotion and you feel like, okay, well, I can't really change it. Why can't you change it? Is it something that you can't remove yourself from or is it because you don't want to remove yourself? And I feel like a lot of people, that's why we are stuck in situations that cause misery and, and you know bitterness and loneliness in our life because we're scared to remove ourselves from the thing that's actually causing the pain because we don't know what it feels like to not be in pain and you're afraid. Right. That fear of the unknown will literally have you in situations that you have no business being in. So make sure that you are actually being aware of your emotions and that whatever is causing that emotion to happen, if it's not no good and you can change it, then change it. It may sound easier said than done, but get it done because you're going to constantly keep revisiting and keep being in that same emotion, whether it's every day, whether it's every other day, whether it only lasts for three to four days. Y'all, I remember... (laughs) I'm going to tell you a little quick story. I remember when um, I was with my ex at the time. Well, yeah, my ex, um, my previous relationship. So I used to say when we would argue, we would talk, right? And whether it was his infidelity or me just being who I was, because like I said, I was definitely a nasty person. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. I'm definitely like nasty in the mouth, got a bad attitude. I already know. I'm working on it. But it would be like, okay, once we argue, we would talk, um, you know, we would make up and pretty much after that, everything would be cool. And I used to laugh because I used to be like, okay, everything's cool. Everything's good. But watch in three to four days, he going to piss me off again. And literally like not even a week later or a couple of days later, it would be the same chaos or like something different to just nitpick and and be annoying and it it took me a while to realize that Sierra you constantly you're predicting that things are going to mess up now granted am I self-sabotaging possibly right possibly but at the same time you see that pattern you see that reoccurrence of annoyance of frustration right don't you think it's best to get out of that so you don't keep dealing with that emotion because you're going to keep dealing with the same thing. If it hasn't changed over the years and it's been a year and two years and three years and you're going through that same experience, that same emotion, don't expect it to get any better because it's clearly not, right? When people change and people evolve and, and situations you know, get better, you're going to see it, right? You're going to see it based upon the pattern. You're going to see it based upon the consistency. If a person is constantly doing something that you don't like and you tell them, then it may last for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and they're doing good. They're doing what they said they were going to do. And then it fades away and they go back to their regular self. Get out, <laughs> run, get up and run because it's not going to change. And I get it because you may f- be fearing, right? The unknown, you may fear, okay, I'm going to be alone. You may fear that, oh, I'm going to lose this person. And I really didn't want to lose this person. Whatever it may be, get out of it, right? Because you're going to constantly keep getting dragged through the mud. I had to literally tell myself, if you know, Sierra, that you this person is going to keep creating that frustration, that anger, and y'all, I tell y'all, my ex, he is the only one, he probably still to this day, is the only person who can really get me angry. And I really had to tell myself, 
no, <laughs> like I can't allow somebody to get me this angry. And that's actually one of the, the very first things that I identified when it came to my self-love journey, when I start to realize that I give people too much power in my life. There is no reason why I am letting someone else make my, my body, right? My emotions, my feelings react and be bad or be sad or be depressed. Why am I allowing somebody to have that much power over my life? It's unnecessary and it's not needed, especially when it's your life. You should be in control of your own life. So I say that to say, make sure that you are definitely controlling your emotions and whatever it is that you are going through in that emotion and whoever is causing that emotion to come about. If you can remove them, do it. And I'm not saying, oh, you can't remove them because you're afraid or because you don't want to be lonely. That's not an excuse. The only the only real valid reason why you shouldn't be why you can't get out of a situation that you want to get out of is if someone is abusing you and it's so bad to the point there if you call somebody you tell somebody it's going to get worse. Right? And there's definitely places for you to go for um that to get taken care of discreetly, but there's no excuse for you to ever be tolerating someone else's problems, right? Cuz that's 9 times out of 10 what it is. They're dealing with their own battles and they're projecting it onto you. But there's no reason why you're, you're having these emotions constantly, that anger, that frustration, that depression, that sadness, based upon somebody else's actions. Because that doesn't make sense. So make sure y'all are working on your emotions and make sure that you are aware of the emotions that you are having and why are they are here. Now, I'm going to tell y'all one thing that I feel like right now, in this day and age, I need to work on. So one of the things, I, I actually got a couple of things that I could work on. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's honestly just getting back into the routine, right? Making sure I'm not being distracted, making sure that I'm just, you know, being intentional, showing up for me and loving myself a little bit more and making sure that I'm healing myself. So one of the things that I feel like I'm going to give you all one of the top, maybe we'll talk about the top two. The top two things that I know I need to work on is my anger and not really, I'm not even angry, right? It's more so an attitude type thing. Um, so I will really, really want to work on my attitude just because I know if someone frustrates me and most of the times when I have an attitude, I never really project it onto other people. It's more so a battle with myself. Like it's more so I'm upset and I'm mad about something with myself. It's never with another person because it's more so. So say for instance, I'll give you a quick example. <laughs> say I have an attitude about um, a guy that I'm talking to, like he done pissed me off at this point And it's just like, I'm annoyed. I'm going to have an attitude, not with him. Yes. Yes. With him. Right. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I'm going to have an attitude with him, but I'm not going to say nothing to him unless I, unless it's really like something where I'm like, okay, I got to tell you something. It's more so with me. I have an attitude with myself and I'm angry with myself because why did I allow this to go on? Why did I allow this person to treat me this way or do this or not do that? Right. So it's more so attitude and, you know, having that anger within that anger and that frustration with myself. So that is definitely something that I'm working on, especially because that person needs to know how I feel. So I need to more so express to them instead of expressing to myself. Another thing that I feel like I could really work on is pour more back into myself, right? Like I said in the beginning, I want to make sure that I'm treating myself, right? Doing the, the, the things that actually are going to make me feel good in that moment because I'm definitely that person where I self-love every single moment of the day. But also, I need to make sure that I'm taking myself out. I'm, I'm whining and dining. I'm doing activities by myself. I'm being alone, right? Because most of the time where I'm alone, I'm in my house. And who cares? Because I'm home. So I don't care because nobody else lives here but me and my son. 
So that alone time doesn't really count for me now because I've mastered that. Now I need to master how to be alone outside, right? In the outside world because you need that sunshine. You need that vitamin C, that vitamin D, right? So you need to make sure that you're actually getting out. And if you feel like you're definitely an introvert and you don't like being outside, I definitely encourage you to go out push yourself to be uncomfortable and that's really where I'm at like making sure that I'm going out with different people and even if my friends can't go out okay let me go meet new people just really getting out of a shell so that's really what my second thing is that I can work on because now that I have taught myself to be alone and be in a house and not have to bother with other people I need to go backwards kind of and go back outside and interact with people and you know just have fun and also spend time with myself uh, alone um, outside. So those are some of the things that I definitely could work on. Y'all, I am like, the self-love journey is so amazing. And I'm very, very proud of myself and just everything that I've overcome within the last couple of years. Like when I tell you, I sit back and I look like when I have those moments where I'm like, oh, let's see how I did or, oh, how's life been? Um, because especially when you're living in a moment, you don't really think about, okay, how's everything happening in the How's everything uh, going from your past life or, you know, looking at the future? I really feel like self-reflection is important. So I don't do it as much as I should, but I really have to like clap my hands and congratulate myself for how much I have grown into a different person. Like I'm literally not the same person that I was two, three years ago. And I'm very proud of it. Like I'm not ashamed because a lot of people, they'll try to shame you and say, oh, you changed. Oh, you acting different. Absolutely. You got you got that right. I'm acting different because I'm a whole new person. You don't know me. You know the old version of me. And that girl, she not here no more. Right? So I'm very grateful for who I've become and the things that I've learned and just the things that I just do on, on a day-to-day basis that really pours back into me and loves my and show that I love myself way more than I've ever have. So if you guys aren't on a self-love journey, please tap into it. It's really important. And like I said, the very first step when it comes to loving yourself more and being on a self-love journey is to become aware of who you are. So if you are new to listen, then make sure you check out the very first episode and then just keep watching, keep listening from the beginning till now because you'll really learn the different things that you need to tackle and learn so that you are loving yourself a little bit more. My very, very favorite episode when it came to self-identity and awareness is facing your insecurities. That episode is literally my absolute favorite when it came when it comes to self-awareness because I really dive into why most of us act the way we act based upon our insecurities that we have. So I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. We talked a little bit about me um, the entire time, but I know some people will actually be able to relate to this conversation. Um, so if it helped you or if you feel like this message will help someone else, please send it to them. Make sure y'all like rate us, comment the the episode, whatever it is you want to do to show your support and love. I appreciate y'all so much and I will catch y'all next time.